Sports listeners, this is your host, Erica Salter, the queen of team. Please tune in every single Tuesday. It's a whole hour of Santa Barbara teen athletes and all those people and businesses that support those teen athletes. Good morning. Good morning. Look at all you. I love, I, you know, this whole setup for me. I, it's magic. I really like it. We're not in the studio, but I get to see you all's faces. Um, Laura, wake up. I know. Laura, <laughs> <laughs> Laura, yeah, Italy. Italy. it's almost like midnight. <laughs> really? It, she's a cool couch she's sitting on. So, <laughs> And then I'm going to set up some travel plans right now because Ava has saved money. And she has a lot more because she's not doing the Amazon. And, you know, she's locked in and she's just ready for a breakout. So I said the perfect place to go, like June, July, August, is in Bologna. And I know where things could be very inexpensive for you, especially food. And I'm not sure. So then I'm going to pass it over to Laura because all Ava has to say every day is teen sports radio. She gets the free appetizer. Look, right. at, see how small she is. You guys did the commercial. We're still playing, <laughs> you know, playing it regularly four times a week. So what do you say, Laura? I- invite her. This is how we do things. I mean, anybody who says teen sports radio is always welcome. So Ava, of course, oh. from Italy. <laughs> That's <laughs> it. Package too. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. See? Well, if you're ever in Santa Barbara and Erica hasn't gotten to you first. Yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> hey, let me tell you something. She smacks down some food. If you like to eat, oh. I mean, she made a strudel the size of my six foot table. And oh, I'm not wow. kidding you. It didn't last wow. the week. It was so uh, good. Remember that? Yes, like, I do. I, I, as soon as I walk in, like the kitchen was a train wreck. Usually I would have heart competitions, <laughs> but then I noticed what was on the table. And I'm like, dear God, I'm thinking portion sizing, freezing. It was so good. Well, I got to say, I dream about that strudel. I'm not lying. I, I really ask Dominique. I dream for that strudel. So how have you been, Laura? Seriously. I've been good. Um, we reopened on Monday. Um, so just... It's been a couple weeks. I mean, yeah. a couple weeks, a couple days, and uh, it feels nice, you know. Now I can go around without having to print out a document that states why I'm moving around and <laughs> print out a document. Yeah, we had to do that. You had to print yeah. out a form and fill it out saying why you were moving around if you went outside the house in case you got stopped by the police. But um, yeah, so my best friend who doesn't live far from here, she already trapped me. She was like, hey, let's go for a walk by the hills. And I'm like, all right, okay, we're going to go. And we go, and I picture the walk being us meeting up and then walking and seeing the hills from afar and saying, like, cool, and going back home. Nope, that's not what we did. (laughs) She goes, okay, let's start hiking. And I'm like, I'm not mentally prepared for this. And, like, two hours later, I get home, and I was cussing and sweaty and what happened like we thought you would come home earlier and i'm like we walked on the hills like up the hills not by the hills (laughs) oh my gosh that's good though but then a couple hours later you probably felt really good though right i mean yes but in the moment i was like you played me cranky you're a little cranky well i've seen your cranky side that, that's oh, yeah. not, not, I know we live together. No, you can be a little cranky. So, thank God we had Dominique to balance out the energy. Okay, Ava, are you looking forward to a, a walk on the hills? Oh, gosh, maybe by the hills. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm ready. We now are the guppies are being bred. They're happening <laughs> in the bathroom. 
Oh. So I want to get outside because that is all we are talking about. Can I, can, can, my eye appointment that happened last week. We are still talking about it. So um, can I bring over my pole and tackle box and go fishing? I know. I know. We just need new content here at the Burford uh, Camp. Oh man! It is. Oh gosh. <laughs> Yeah, well, so I'm going to throw out. I want to throw out a lo- really quick little plug. You know how I always have to do my little plugs. 805 Seafood. Uh, he was trying to jump on with us. He's he's getting a big haul today, and you could pick it up at his house between three and six. A ton of rockfish is coming into port today. So if anybody's interested, fresh fish uh, from a great kid. I uh, just got to put out a little shout out to that. So Ava, do you have any? Um, do you have any shout outs? Anybody else? We'll we'll just go around the, the bucket here. Ava, do you have a shout out? Um, I want to shout out Eye and Vision Care in Galita. They're so organized and so on top of it. Literally, everyone that I came in contact to last week, like I didn't touch them, but they knew <laughs> what they were doing. Like they buy salt. They're great, great system. So if you need nice. and go there because they got it down. Nice, good call. All right, Sherry, do you have anything? We got Sherry Owen in the house. How you doing, Sherry? Good. Oh, my gosh, I have so much. Let me start out. You know, I didn't give a shout out to Dominique yet, you know, for helping me with my Braille. So I'm going to start with her today. I'm, 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 on, I'm on that level two, and it's driving me crazy. But, but, but it's good. So, so I'll say more later. Oh, Dominique, you got a shout. <laughs> Anytime you're with her, because I overhear because I'm a Medici, you guys just laugh for like an hour. So I don't know how you're learning Braille with all the comedy that I hear that's going on. The giggling, Dominique just dro- dies. Anything, anytime you say anything, it's it seems like you're having a lot of fun with it. And I know she really enjoys it, Cherry. You like her star student, by the way. Oh, well, you know, I, I'm sitting here and I'm like, who the hell did this Braille book? This makes no sense. This should be over here. And she's like, oh, my God. <laughs> so, you got to rewrite it. You got nothing else better to do. during I know, You could rewrite, I know. The, rewrite, rewrite it for sure. I know. So we've got uh, Christine Marie. You got anything? Oh, I, um, I, d- I stayed in, in a lot. I didn't go out much this week. <laughs> That's all right. I have a shout out. Okay, D. Uh, I have a shout out to Riley at Bank of America. It was, can I tell you this story real fast? Yeah, that was very funny. I was there. Go ahead. It was a good uh, one. So <laughs> we, we walk into the bank and, and we were helping our exchange students uh, get money for rent that he had to pay. And we're walking in with masks on. And the first thing that we say to them is, do you have, and then we ask them for a certain amount of, of money. And it was, you know, a couple of thousand dollars. But I thought, oh my God, I feel like a bank robber. I mask <laughs> Seriously. And, right. and asking for no. money. And I, what we were trying to ascertain was whether they're actually giving out cash. And so fortunately, Riley at Bank of America was able to help us out. That was really fantastic. But uh, we had a really fun time. We laughed about, you know, coming in with masks on and everything. And, and he was rendered great service. Yeah, I was I was really happy with B of A. I actually banked for B of A the first 20 years of my life, right after graduating from Westmont. And then I had switched. And it's funny because now with this COVID and everything, you do dumb things like look at your bank statement. I don't know why I did. And check out fees and everything. You no, know, because I have time. So I see that the bank that I'm banking with is charging me to deposit cash. 
which will remain unnamed. Yeah. And I just couldn't wrap my brain around that. You're charging me for my cash and I'm depositing cash in your bank of which you wouldn't let me take out a certain amount the week before without three days notice. And I'm like, this is just so bizarre. So when I was talking to him and I was telling, yeah, this bank I was banking at and I told him the bank. And so what he has to do, you know, when you say something that gets you angry and then the person that you tell is bringing everybody in the bank. Hey, hey, John. Hey, Jack. Hey, Joe. You know, did you know? And then so he's repeating it. I'm getting more and more. mad. <laughs> I don't care for the dollar. OK. So then he looks at me and goes, may I ask you a question? And I got this mask on. Dominique's got the mask on. He's got the mask on. Everyone's got masks on. I go, sure, ask me a question. He goes, why are you still at that bank? (laughs) I don't know. It doesn't make sense. I know. But it's just just the movement. And actually, this whole experience for me has been, um, I'm grounded and I'm, I'm not afraid of the whole thing that's going on. I'm very respectful of the terms that have been put out there because I'm a respectful person. But then you stop and think and then you grab onto something and you man and you just won't let it go. And, it, you know, that's the thing that I have noticed with myself. And Dominique is like, why not change banks? I'm like, as soon as this is over, we're changing banks. So that's what you do. You, you, you learn to switch. So anyway, we've got I'm really excited in the house. Um, Holly McCord Duncan. I don't know, Holly, are you going to do your little bit on college and kids? But do you have a, a thing that you want to share? Uh, are we asking me for a shout out? Shout out! I just want to recognize the teachers as they head into their last like week and a half of school after this and the extraordinary amount of change they've been through and what they've done and the, just the compassion that they've shown for the kids. I just think Love. it has been so beyond anything could have, that could have been in a job description and they've done it with compassion. which is Lots of love. Yeah. And I'm looking forward to your piece a little bit later on. Ed Langlow, what do you got? Well, yeah, I'd like to give a shout out to my technician assistant who has weathered through this this storm with me. Uh, he started out when, when I was doing the book and he'd come to the house and help me with the scanning and creating folders and putting captions in the same folders. And, but he was sitting here at my computer and it was easy for him to do now. We have to do everything over the phone. So now I'm doing, uh, I'm doing some audio work for the Elks Lodge. I'm, I'm recording all their, their instructions for the, their initiates. And I got in trouble the other day, and I, mm-hmm. I called Bill, and we were on the phone for probably an hour while he's trying to tell me over the phone how to make these adjustments and, and do these things. So I'd just like to give a shout-out to Gil for all his patience and, and cooperation helping me out uh, nice it's not i just think this is the really fun part of the show it starts off with love and appreciation because we have we're all together in this and we're all experiencing it differently that's absolutely noted uh and as long as we just care about another person's uh feelings towards this that's really i think that's the emotion dominique um i wanted you to do really one quick thing before we go to break and you were mentioning like i had mentioned to you that people were admiring the yard in the front it's all we have an all edible garden and when i i reached out to introduce myself i mean they jumped back like five feet but when i saw them they weren't wearing masks they weren't wearing gloves so and because i'm not really pro you know i just i'm not I'm not in tune to really what's going on. I don't do the shopping. I'm in my own little world. But Dominique brought up something really um, 
Good. And I've held on to that. And I wanted you to share it, Dominique. Sure. We were just talking about how this is, we have to all recognize this is changing times. So where once upon a time we would have reached out and shook hands, now now we're going to give our love to people in a different way. So maybe we're going to do a namaste or maybe we're going to do just a, our hands together. Or maybe we, we touch our own heart and bow our head slightly. But we're going to, um, we all have to learn different patterns of communicating right. that right. love we have for each other in a, in a different way. Exactly. Oh, oh, in fact, I do have a shout out that I remembered if I have a minute. Go. At the farmer's market, Katie Ochoa, who, who um, does the date stand, is always so helpful and so wonderful. And she's been a longtime friend of mine. And we did that. We, we wanted to hug each other so bad. We just stood there and we were like, hello. You know, and it was such a wonderful, <laughs> wonderful experience. And she's always such a bright light at the Saturday farmer's market. So I wanted to shout out to Katie. All right, Katie. Oh, that's beautiful. Okay, there's a lot of love in this first section. Um, so let's take a little break. We've got a lot of new commercials. Uh, thank you, Dr. D. And then we'll be right back with If Only I'd Known. Right. And this is the Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio. I am your host, Erica Salda, the queen of teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday. Yeah, looking forward to this piece we've got in the house, Ed Langlow and his weekly piece, If Only I'd Known. Talk to me, Ed. All right. Yeah, If Only I'd Known is a mentor's moment with the teens with us remotely, as well as those uh, joining in on the show. Today's segment, Think Before Taking Action. Uh, spending some time and thought about the upcoming events of your day before they occur can have its advantages. Think about the upsides, the downsides, and any cost involved in your plans for the day. Um, will you insult anybody? Uh, are there risks in uh, any of the plans that uh, some serious thought might cause you to change your approach? Making decisions based on emotions like excitement or anger without thinking them through, can evolve into something that could be, let's just say, regretful. If only I had known when I was young how beneficial a little forethought could be. Your actions and decisions today will shape your future, but you have more control over your future than you realize. Just try thinking uh, about taking a little bit of time, maybe 10 minutes out of your morning, and when things are quiet, to ponder any plans you have. The old saying, let me sleep on it, well, it's grounded in some logic. Some of the memories acquired during wakeful time and uh, stored in your hippocampus are transformed into long-term memory during deep or slow-wave sleep. Sometimes plans made, made the night before uh, don't seem as brilliant the next morning. That's not to say don't be a dreamer. Remember this suggestion. Forgive the past, live the present, and dream the future. 
you could argue a good case that dreaming is a form of thinking. Thinking about something you want to do in your future before you actually do it. Uh, dreams for your life uh, usually are farther into the future, which gives you even more time uh, for thought, preparation, and planning how best to make them come true. Promise you this, if you get in the habit of giving some objective thought to your plans and dreams before you take any action, you'll spend a lot less time saying, I'm sorry, or boy, I should have thought that one through before I did it. I'm Ed Langlow. I'll see you next time on If Only I'd Known with some advice on dealing with stress. Nice. Thank you. No, you know, when I when I heard all of that, it's funny because I, I like to bring back to our kids. You know, Laura, you had dreams about going to uh, continue your education here. You know, and I, you know, we, we kind of think along the same lines of how manifesting and just keep thinking positive, positive, positive. Same thing with you, Ava, making the decision you had to make. Oh, was it a hard, tough decision to go to UCLA? But how, how do you guys approach that? And we'll start with Ava. I, when I'm approaching things, like I really have to talk it through and think of all the different ways that it could go. And for me, it's like really hard to make a quick decision, like, especially if it's if I want like Chinese or VFI, like, <laughs> that's, that's always a tough one. So I have oh to, like, I really have to sit down and think. And I'm like, well, how is this going to affect me in 20 minutes if I eat like 20 pot stickers or if I have a piece of pizza? And I don't know, things like how close am I going to be with my family and how is it going to affect like my relationships and further my future? plays a huge factor in the the main decision I've had to make, which was going to UCLA. Um, but yeah, just just trying to keep everything in perspective now and if I'll be happy and if I see myself being happy in the future. It sounds you like are, you get it. Yeah. I'm, so I'm, I'm yeah. preaching to the choir here because exactly. you yeah, already she, get well, it. Oh my God, she, she's carrying the torch. She knows she's yeah. got a lot of responsibility. Um, I'm going to get to Laura in a second, but Ava, all of your friends, because with all of the activities that you were involved in, the groups, the committees, getting rid of the straws, you know, everything that you did, now you're isolated, okay? Now, so how how are all of your friends, because you're all lionesses, so, you know, and like, I mean, you got to hang out with a peer group of gunslingers, so what's going on? You know what I mean? Yeah, um... Well, I've talked to a couple of my friends um, just about like staying like productive and like furthering our paths and whatnot. And I know a lot of my friends are taking like summer classes just to like get ahead or other units. So I'm taking Mm -hmm. a summer class this year and it's like specific to my major, what careers you can go into like after college. And each class Mm -hmm. is like a guest speaker. And I'm also going to start my own podcast and vlogging i love it by the way i've been posting them well done yeah (laughs) thank you um just to kind of um like empower people to do things that make them confident and um kind of some other things to stay positive during uncontrollable circumstances so just broadening my platform i'm gonna focus on so do you find your friends going up and down emotionally and then you're that person that picks up like it's going to be, be I mean, we will be OK at the end of the day. You know, you keep on hearing the term like new normal, new normal. But yeah. I mean, at the reality is it is going to be a new normal because yeah. you honestly, I don't know what the percentage is. But I mean, all of our friends, we don't subscribe to it, but 
we're a small little patch. So you have to be like Dominique says, I am, I'm going to change the way I greet people. I, I have to, because the last thing I want to do is have the first impression of me. I scared the crap out of you. And I do that anyway, because I have big energy. So now it's going to be like, hi. Yeah. You know, I, feel like, like, hi. I feel like for my friends, I can like, I'm really good at like being able to reassure them and stuff. Cause like I'm comfortable with them. Like I love them, but it's not like they're not on the same level as my family. Right. But I feel especially with my mom, like I'll just like break down and she'll be like, it's okay. And she's like my light worker. And so like, everyone, I feel like everyone, most of the people that aren't my family, I like kind of really help try to encourage and be super positive and strong when like they can't be, but I definitely get all my strength or most of my strength from my mom. It's awesome. My mom was an empress as well. So you can't be a queen without having a mommy empress. Let me tell you, Laura, your mom is the same empress as we have. A, there's a whole planet of empresses. Okay. Yeah, so Laura, maybe. talk to me. What about you? How are you dealing with it? Uh, well, yeah, very similar to what Ava was saying. So, because uh, you were part, most, you were most impacted. I mean, you have to have a piece of paper just to like go outside. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. So that you got crushed. Yeah, it was it was intense. But uh, honestly, I was really sad at first. I was like, oh, I wish like I was still at UCLA or like in the US or whatever. But at the end, I'm really happy that I was with my family. Mm-hmm. That um, mm-hmm. we went through the worst part of this pandemic with the people that I love. Because like Ava said, you know, I am able to cheer up my friends. But then I'm like, I need my mom. It doesn't matter how old I am. It's mm-hmm. always um, and she's my light worker, just like Ava was saying about hers. Um, and yeah, and actually my group of friends is really funny. Like I said, I'm the one that always tries to be positive. And then we have the polar opposite, which is a friend <laughs> of mine that's always like, oh, you know, life is hard and then you die. And it's just like so <laughs> negative that it's funny. It's like, you know yeah, what? Right. right. Why are we stressing out about this? Right. So, that's um, so funny. Yeah, so I mean, I try to just, you know, go with it. I can't do anything about it to change it. So why would I worry about it, really? And yeah. why would I doubt about it? So I'm just trying to make the best out of it and like plan for the future in the sense of what's going to, you know, shape a life for me that makes me happy and gives me purpose. And, yeah. you know. D, you got a question? No, I have answers, but no questions. <laughs> that's awesome okay then we'll just have to hold the whole answers for the next break this is Erica Salt of the Queenie team we'll be back with a lot more after these messages This is a Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio. I am your host, Erica Salter, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday. Fantastic. You know, once a month, we're very blessed to have Holly McCord Duncan in the house, owner of Smart College Admissions. So we're going to give you a little round because she's the one that keeps us in tune of really what's going on. Uh, during it's a, it's a crisis for these kids. I mean, they can't, they couldn't graduate. They couldn't walk. They didn't have, you know, a chance to get, uh, to be able to do any of that. So 
Um, and there's a lot of unanswered questions. And if I was a parent right now, oh my God, I would have a college coach. Absolutely. Uh, I, I loved what you did. I, both of my kids had college coaches, but now particularly, um, and we're going to get you that information if anybody needs um, some services from Holly McCord Duncan. Holly, what's going on? Well, actually, it's, COVID is definitely what I was going to talk about today, because usually at this point in the admission cycle, my seniors are done. They've deposited at their schools. They know what's going on. And I'm really focused on the high school juniors. This year, things are a little bit different. Still got my juniors on track, but a lot of the seniors are debating, well, what if my college doesn't open? It Does it make more sense to and save some money by going to my local community college. If I'm going to take online courses, why not just do it close to home where it's less right. expensive? Mm -hmm. What I want people to understand is why that, while that may be a good option, please understand the trade-offs you are making, specifically financially. While it may be cheaper to initially enroll in a community college and take your courses online, what that does is that for all the public schools, particularly in California, you become a transfer student immediately. As soon as you take any post-high post school courses at a college, what that means is you can't just say, oh, well, first semester, I'm going to go to the community college and then I'm going to go back to Cal Poly or wherever because things are back to normal. No. Once you have taken the classes, you automatically become a transfer student. You're no longer eligible to enroll as a freshman. And the implications for that are that you have to complete a, probably a minimum of two years at a community college because you have to do all your general education requirements. Mm -hmm. You have to reapply and then get a new financial aid package. So be very careful. Know what you're getting into. The other things to keep in mind are oftentimes students who... Well, I'll use national statistics. Only 13% of students who go to community college actually end up getting a bachelor's degree within six years, not four years, six years. Mm -hmm. So while initially it may feel like it's saving you money to do two years and transfer, if you're not confident that you can finish in four years or that you may get a little off track if you're too close to home, just make sure you're not being, I think of it as being like a day trader where you're like, oh, mm -hmm. short-term profit. I got to buy, buy and sell within the same day mm -hmm. versus an actual investment, which is what college should be. Mm -hmm. So if you've got good financial aid, especially merit money as a freshman, your odds of persistence are better if you enroll directly in a four-year college and your odds of getting through in four years with less debt are, are a little bit better. Because the Cal Grant, if, if you qualify for a Cal Grant, which is a lot of money, those Cal Grants only last for four years. So with, if you are on the six-year plan, that means the last two years, which will be at a more expensive university, are going to cost you more money and probably more loan in, instead of grant money. So mm -hmm. I just want folks to understand that community college can be a great option. I don't want to argue that at all. I just want people to be aware of the trade-offs they're making up front so they don't get surprised on the back end and end up paying more than they ever expected. Mm -hmm. I have, I've got a quick question. So if you knew somebody that got accepted to um, grad school and then they decided because this COVID and, and whatnot, they don't want to do the experience online, even though they were accepted and it's a really good school. Um, and maybe there's other uh, um, 
reasons. Um, my question is this, if they didn't jump in in the fall, you don't really know what's going to happen next year. So if they don't get accepted in the fall, do they get to waiver that or do they have to start all over? Because maybe in the reapplication process, they don't get accepted. I don't know. I don't really know how it works. Or, I mean, I'm not trying to be a negative Nancy, okay? But if we don't know the impact of the small businesses, we don't really know what this is going to, you can't pick up look at anything without somebody going out of business. So I can't see how this doesn't affect. There's going to be a trickle down. I don't know what it is. I don't know if they're going to tighten up the amount of money that kids can borrow. And if you have the ability this year, don't think that you're going to get it next year. So maybe we could touch on those two points. Sure. In terms of if somebody has admission already in hand, will they be, it it depends on the school. Some schools will allow you to defer, Mm -hmm. meaning They'll say, okay, given the circumstances, we can postpone you for your year, but you really have to go through the individual department. I know in Laura's case, for instance, coming from Italy, because she can't get a visa at this point, they aren't letting anybody in. She may have an extra strong case and have a really good odds of them saying, look, we understand it's beyond your control. We'll defer you for a year, even though that's not our normal policy. Usually the UCs, at least the undergraduate level, the Cal Poly's or the CSU's and the UC's don't allow people to defer. Mm-hmm. You have to reapply. Mm-hmm. But with extraordinary circumstances, I think colleges are trying to be flexible, but they're also scared about losing so many people they can't get a full class. Mm-hmm. So you really have to talk to your department or admission office, I would say. Um, part two of your question was, tell me again what what <laughs> I've lost track already. <laughs> yeah. Part two of the question is um, if you're saying that you could defer, what about the financial aid? What about the money? Is it going to be there next year? Do we know? I don't know. I think we're going through an economic crisis right now. So I don't know how that's going to impact kids wanting to borrow money. Is it going to be there? You don't know. Uh, well, I think there will be money available there. It's a mix because a lot of financial aid that comes from the government will probably still be there financial aid that's coming from endowed scholarships will still be there because those don't change. What could change is the amount because the endowments probably took a hit in the stock market. So there may not be as much money out there. Your family may actually qualify for more financial aid. If you are, if your parents become unemployed, if your income goes down, the bottom line is I think the financial aid is unpredictable. I think there will be money there. Will it be the same money in terms of grants versus loans? I don't know. I don't think okay. anybody knows at this point. What's your, what's your, change. what's your contact information? Anybody who's interested can reach me at Holly at smart college admission.com or 805-968-6681. And I have a you're website. Always, you're always a delight and a pleasure and looking forward to your information and wisdom next month. All right. Talk to All you right. Soon. We'll be back. Bye. We'll be back with more after these messages.
back and this is a Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio. I am your host, Eric Osaldo, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday. Yay, we've got Richard Ellsworth is going to be doing his piece up next, but I wanted to give a little shout. Brian Falk couldn't make the show today, but you totally saved me, man. I had an ear infection. I don't know where it came from. It came out of nowhere. Maybe something I didn't want to hear from somebody. That's always how you, that's a good way to think about things. Um, anyway, so uh, I, I Zoomed him. At, I didn't actually Zoom. It was uh, FaceTime. I FaceTimed him, showed him my ear, and he told me to put in a clove of garlic. And I'm like, listen, I'm going to do anything. My ear was killing me. Okay. The next morning, 50% better. I went to go see Brian. He pinned me up like a pin Christian. The next day, clove of garlic, put it in, done, cured. And I'm telling you, I had a, it was swollen all. It, I mean, it was like Dominique looked at it with her mom. You're going to the emergency room. I'm not going to no emergency room. Okay. <laughs> Grab a leaf. I'll eat anything. Okay. There's just no way I'm not doing so. I so appreciate Brian. And, uh, and that's why I really support and love everything you're doing right now, Richard. So um, uh, before you jump on your private plane, because that's what I hear. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me what's going on. Yeah. So what's going on, Richard? Okay. Well, um, speaking of, uh, of Brian Falk, I'm sorry. I've got these like fighter jet planes that are flying overhead. Way really, really it's close. good. It's awesome. Um, <laughs> hopefully, I'll just you know let this one pass, and hopefully you can hear me a little bit. I think I think that's the last of them. Anywho, speaking of Brian Falk, I I texted Erica yesterday morning because I had a friend who had thrown out her back, which I guess happens when you you know hit like fifty or something. I guess it happens fairly often. Anywho, this person fell off her bike and threw out her back. Um, and asked me if I knew of any chiropractors around or, or people who could, you know, do, do similar skills. And I had no idea. So I texted Erica first thing in the morning, got his information. And then I got a text back from my friend saying that she had seen him within probably a half hour of me having sent the text. And he did some cupping and acupuncture. And she said she felt amazing afterwards. And she's yeah. an acupuncturist herself. Nice. So it was pretty, pretty. Um. So just a, just a shout out to him and a thank you because that's that's pretty fantastic. Yeah, we love our um, Brian. I, of course, I sent him a text and uh, before you texted him because I had to give him the love bump. You know, because <laughs> you know anybody on Teen Sports Radio when you're sick, let me tell you something. You want to see a doctor? Where are you going to go? You go to Brian. Or, you know, same thing with um, Dr. Dale Figtree. You know, you with the whole homeopathics. I mean, we have our little. This is our little tribe. You know, also, yeah, we got to take care of each other. It's family. So tell us what you're going to talk about today. Yeah. Well, um, so I, I wanted to talk a little bit about circulation, which is really important for immunity and uh, really everything. Um, but circulation is, is the first principle of survival. So it's, it's one of the most important things we can look out for with our body. So I wanted to talk about this cure-all. I, I call it a cure-all because it can be good for really any illness. Um, and I call it the Robin Hood cure. And basically what it is, is it's taking the blood from the rich, which is your brain. Your brain has got a lot of blood. There's a lot of blood going on in your head. And bringing it down to the rest of your body, which you could call the poor. And the way you do this is you put your feet in a hot water bath. And when you do that, you know, you could have a cold, you could have anything, especially a cold. It works really well when you've got all this blood going in your head because you've got, you know, sinus infections or, um, you know, a stuffy nose or a sore throat. 
you've got all this blood that's that's rushing to your head but the rest of your body needs it too to heal you know for your your detox pathways your immune system all of that so what you can do when you're suffering from anything especially if it's involved you know with your head you can stick your feet in a hot bath of water and just bring all of that blood down um so the robin hood is is um really phenomenal um, and I, I had a, a patient um, that required it um, just the other day. I, I don't remember exactly what it was that they had. I think it was, I think it was uh, liver cancer, and they were getting some sort of symptom with it that involved them breaking out um, all over their face, which is really common because of the, the hormones in the liver. Um, so I had this person submerge their feet in, in water, in hot water, and two days later, their skin had completely cleared up. Um, that's amazing so it's all it also works really well for acne yeah um, that's so, i've never heard that that's amazing yeah um yeah the the robin hood cure I, I i sort of gave it that name but i i don't know there are probably better names for it but it's the first I thing like i it. thought of yeah no i like it um, you gotta post post that up actually we have this right here so yeah. i'm gonna find out a way i gotta get somebody to edit this and we'll cut and and make you uh make a little segment right off the show that'd be awesome Okay, absolutely. Does anybody have any questions? Yes. I want to know how long you should soak your feet. And is it the hottest water temperature, the hottest you can handle, or what's the right temperature? Yeah, I would say about the hottest you can handle, and I would say for a minimum of 20 minutes. Nice. I just, I would recommend a pedicure every week. (laughs) (laughs) That's just what I'm saying. Yeah. I have a question. That's it. Too. Or you can get those, uh, you know, those like hand warmers or those foot warmers. You know, you can get them like you put them in your socks or something in the winter. I guess yeah. we don't really have harsh winters out here, but but back back home in Connecticut, you know, we used them all the time. You can take one and you, you tape it to the the top of your foot, and you put your sock on over it, and it just gets really hot and it just pulls all the blood down. That's awesome. I I never have Dominique. Have you heard that? I have. I forgot about it. It's something that my grandmother used to do. Thank really? you for reminding. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. awesome. I have a yeah. question too. Um, R- Richard, is it? Um, do you put anything in the water? Like, if you put different herbs or essential oils or something like that for different issues? I mean, is that possible to do? Yeah, you absolutely can. Um, you have to be careful of how many drops you use because essential oils are just really potent, so they can sometimes burn burn the skin. Uh, but I would say I would say between like five to seven, you know, drops in, in a fair amount of water that you could submerge your feet in uh, would be fine for, for, for different issues. And also, if you want to focus on detoxing, you can use Epsom salts. Um, those work really well, too. Nice. Fantastic. Richard, what are we going to talk about next week? Have you thought about it? Um, not so much. I usually go off of the, the patience that I have throughout the week. Right. And when something comes up, I just, yeah, I just keeps talk it, about keeps it. it current. Fantastic. Yeah. All right, well, let me just get a plug We've got a minute before we take our last break here. Uh, but I want to give a shout out to, of course, Caroline Given, Something's Good Organic. Um, if you looked at her website and it, she says she's full, just mention Teen Sports Radio. And if you have further problems, just send me an email and I'll take care of it. Make sure you get, I mean, fresh, um, wonderful, organic uh, a box that we get delivered every week. It's absolutely delightful. And I can't remember if I gave Rain. Um, water a a plug but my neighbor here andy totally took care of me um this week and andy i really appreciate uh rainwater service there's just a lot of things when when we're going through this you know you go through your bucket list of things that you want to improve things that you want to get taken care of 
we have one last thing to do in our house and uh, we're done. So it's kind of fun. I mean, you always got to look at the positives of everything. But anyway, we're going to be with Sherry Owen after these messages. Stay tuned. And this is a Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio. I am your host, Erica Salda, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday. Fantastic. Another great show. I love my family at Teen Sports Radio, News Press Radio. I've got, I talked to Les Carroll, station manager, um, a couple of weeks back, and we've gotten a lot of praises. And um, it's humbling. And it it's, makes me really happy because I think that we're very, our show is very unique because we do service it in such a way where, we try to keep everything upbeat. There's no judgment. There's just a lot of love. And if somebody can grab one thing out of it, then it makes me happy. So um, I, I'm really thankful. Uh, we have Sherry Owens who's going to share a story with us right now. Uh, she's also a board member, right? Dominique, isn't she a new board member of your, of your nonprofit? Yes. She's helping with the philosophical and religious books for the blind. Nice. Congratulations, <laughs> Sherry. I so know, I know. I passed the test. <laughs> yeah, I passed the test. <laughs> You're Nicole Society for the Blind. You funny, you funny. I, I said to Dominique, how could you not have somebody to represent? Seriously. I mean, honestly. Right. right. So, 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 yeah. So, so what I, you know, the Braille, the Braille Institute, you know, is, is a lot of, places all over there you know they're going online and zooming and like all this other stuff which which in and of itself makes me laugh even though there's people with different forms of visual impairment some can see better than others but anyway so there's this one class right that, that's that, in yoga and and dominique was like you should try it and i'm like oh god yoga like i remember yoga being like um you know, like those push-ups you got to do and then up and then you go to some warrior pose. And, and, and within 15 minutes, I think like I want to die. Like I feel like a pretzel. <laughs> and then they want you to relax. And, and, and all I do is hear like everybody breathing. And I'm thinking, well, how can you relax if all you do is hear everybody breathing? Like this isn't relaxing. <laughs> so, so, you know, this, this is not helping my stress level. And, and so, and, and then they want you to lay down and put a blanket over you and like fall asleep with people you don't know. And I'm like, this is really not, not happening for me. But, but I have to tell you yesterday with this yoga class. So, so her name is Brianna, the instructor. I, I, you know, Jenny helps me set up zoom. I'm on this thing. Martinez is wagging his tail and, you know, everywhere he's all excited. And she's like, it was, it was not bad. It was actually very good, um, except uh, until she wanted me to do something called like sit down in a chair. So, so you're supposed to put your legs like, you know, parallel and then like sort of squat and hold it. And she said, okay, now pretend like you're sitting in a chair. And I thought to myself, oh, no, honey, I'm, I, this is a bar stool. Like it is <laughs> not going down any further to make a chair. Like it is not happening. And, and, and so then I come up and then she wants me to be a tree. 
And I'm like, well, how the hell can you be a tree? Like, who's a tree? And she's like, you know, you put your, you put your, your, your ankle up on your calf or something. And, 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 you know, I have to give it to Brianna. She's like, look, if you can't balance because of which I wasn't, she's like, go, go ahead and set up against the wall. So at that moment, I'm sure I like, you know, left the zoom because I found the wall in my living room and was like, okay, okay. But you know, it was, I, I have to say it was very good. And it wasn't a lot of like up and down and, 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 and any of that, there was a few things on the floor and then some things, you know, up at the top. But, you know, I mean, the, the, the beautiful thing was I was able to like, she said, okay, now we're going to lay down and relax. And I'm like, well, now I can fall asleep because I'm in my home and there's not 20 people <laughs> around me looking at me, you know, it's like, it's like, this is perfect. But, yeah, um, if, it, if it made you feel good, that's, I mean, you always got to go for what feels good, you know, well, stick yeah, with the yeah. happy and the good. Seriously. And, and I think, you know, I, I, I really liked listening to what Ed had to say today um, as far as like thinking. And I'm thinking to myself, gosh, you know, where was this teen radio when I was 19, yeah. when I was 18 or 19? I mean, because I made uh, not regretful ones, but, but so many decisions were like, I'm going to do this. And, you know, you just do it. But, Ed, I thought you did a really great job today with that uh, discussion for the for Thank the you. Thank you. Yeah. Saying, Ed, Dominic, and that's Dominic. where they come from is from my youth, my yeah. days in school when I made those mistakes. Dominique, we've got like one minute. Don't you love it when I just pass you the ball? What, what should everybody here in Santa Barbara listening to this show think about for the next seven days? Oh, gosh, it's always about how to be happy and kind, really focus on happy and kind. Those are the two most beautiful things. If you manage those two things, you got it made. God bless Santa Barbara. See you next week.